SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Brad Brown. It's good to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Our quiz question, by the way, is still in play. I want to know, uh, the last time Ireland took on the Springboks, what was the score in that rugby test match? 34701. Uh, SMS is charged at 2 Rand. You can get your SMSs through now. And so, yeah. Second half of that rugby match between Wales and Australia about to get underway. I'll let you know exactly what's happening in just a moment. Right now, though, it's time to talk some cycling. And uh, one of the names that's really uh, announced themselves on the world cycling circuit over the last couple of years is Team MTN Quebec's Louis Mankies. He ended up picking up a silver medal at the World Under-23 Road Race. Uh, And if people weren't sure who he was before then, they definitely knew afterwards that he had announced himself. And it's a great pleasure to welcome him back onto SAFM Sports Special this afternoon. Louis, welcome onto uh, South Africa's News and Information Leader. Thanks for your time today. Hey, thanks. Uh, Thanks for having me on the show. Louis, it's been a, a pretty interesting couple of years for you. There's uh, no doubt of that uh, as far as just, just personal achievements go, but also from a team perspective for, for Team MT and Quebec, uh, lots of exciting things happening there, and we'll chat about that in a moment. But as far as your season goes from a personal note, I mean, if you, you look back on that season, are you pretty satisfied with, with 2014? Yeah, I'm very happy, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been a pretty successful season for me, so yeah, I couldn't have asked more. Louis, I mean, you're still a youngster. You've got a, a long sort of cycling career ahead of you. In, in your wildest dreams, growing up as a little boy, sort of riding your bicycle as most of us did, did you ever dream that, that your life would be what it is now with you traveling the world riding a bicycle for a living? Uh, no, not at all. It's, it's always been a, a very far dream and something you always wonder about. But, yeah, it's, it's amazing that it's becoming true. So. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's an incredible opportunity that, that you're getting. Uh, I mean, Douglas Ryder is doing an amazing thing with the team, and, and I wanted to chat a little bit about what's, what's on the cards and what's happened uh, for Team MTN Quebec uh, this year. Obviously, big goals, big aspirations of, of riding in grand tours, but, but let's talk 2014. There have been a couple of really good uh, victories for the team. For you, if, if you had to think back of, of a highlight as far as the team goes this season, what would you say is the, the standout moment? Um, I think definitely finishing the Vuelta with nine riders was something very big for the team. I mean, we were six six riders first time in a Grand Tour, and we were six Africans. So I think, yeah, that's that's really a milestone for the team to show that we can do it and that we've stepped up to that level. I mean, Grand Tours, uh, as a cycling fan, I can't even wrap my head around riding for three weeks every single day, but to ride those sort of distances uh, and the sort of elevations that you, you as professional cyclists ride over those, can, can you actually sort of wrap your head around that you've ridden the Grand Tour now, you've ridden at the pinnacle of cycling? Uh, it's, it's still a weird it's still a weird, weird feeling, and when you describe it like that, it, it almost feels un. Like it's not true. So yeah, it's it's something very big. Let's look at 2015 and, and Grand Tours. There's three big ones that, that every sort of cyclist would like to ride. The biggest of them all is, is obviously the Tour de France. Uh, MTN Quebec, I'm, I'm sure there are ambitions to, to, to get a, a spot. What, what, what's, that, what's that looking like at the moment, Louis? I mean, what are the chances of seeing this African cycling team racing at the Tour de France in 2015? Yeah, for sure the goal is to ride to the front. I mean, that's the top of the sport. And yeah, Doug is, Douglas Ryder has done a lot of things with a new team and 
yeah, we're really stepping it up next year. So hopefully, hopefully it's enough to get us into the Tour de France. It must be quite interesting. I mean, when when this team was was first started, it was it was very much an African team. I'm not saying it's not anymore, but it, it was full of African riders. There was a feeder team based back here in South Africa with a lot of riders from from South Africa in there, but also a lot of riders coming from from north of of our borders. And and there was this big dream of of using that to to really fill this team and 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 have a team full of Africans on the European circuit. Realistically, it's probably really tough to to be competitive and and get spots at Grand Tours. You you need to sort of sign big riders, and that's what's happened. I mean, some some big names have been signed over the last year. For you as a as a young South African rider, it, it must be it must be quite quite an experience to be riding alongside some of the most experienced cyclists uh, around. Yeah, um, look, it's still it's still the Tetia African team, and yeah. There's a lot of ways of doing, of of looking at this. You can say we can do all that and team, but then we might not get the experience and we might not get into the big races or we might take a risk and go with a few more Europeans but get up, get up to that top level and get the experience we need. So there's a lot of ways, I think, to, to reach the top. And, yeah, we, we, we're using this way of getting a few more Europeans, make sure we get get the best mentors and the best experience and yeah so we can draw from that knowledge and and, and yeah for me it's, yeah it's absolutely great getting the chance to ride with these because they of the sport you can race so yeah for me personally it's very good and it's guys that that you you've probably over the years looked up to and 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 watched their careers and, and seeing them racing against some of the best in the world and now all of a sudden you you're putting the same jersey over your over your head every morning yeah, it's quite a weird feeling, and I've read a lot of the books of the guys I race against, and yeah, now uh, having them in my team is uh, it's even more crazy. Louis, as far as your goals for for the next year, I mean that under twenty three world uh, world championship medal that that silver uh, sort of. I don't know if it, do you feel that it's put any pressure on you that when you arrive at a race that's still over your head, uh, do, or do you quite like having that title, knowing that you can mix it up with the best in the world and and the best is yet to come? Um, I won't really say it's pressure. It's more it just gives you that little bit of confidence. I think if you if you've had some kind of result or you feel you you can do a good result, then yeah, it gives you that confidence that you think you can do it again. So. Yeah, it's more. It gives me confidence and it gives me pressure. Looking at the, the the world cycling scene at the moment, I think the last time we chatted, uh, I spoke to you about uh, someone like like Daryl Impey, who's who was in yellow uh, at at uh, last year's Tour de France. Uh, someone like Chris Froome, who who rode a lot of his his early cycling uh, races here in South Africa, winning uh, last year's Tour de France. How much of a confidence boost is that for someone like you, who who's seen these guys literally racing on your own back doorstep, knowing that they've almost followed the same path and same progression that you have, and they're at the top of their game? Does that sort of give you some confidence, knowing that you can mix it up there too? Yeah, definitely. Um, I started out looking up at Chris Room and even before they've made it, and you followed their progress, you see how they're just getting better and better, and at the top of the sport in the world, it's yeah, it's pretty amazing. So it's definitely motivating, and yeah, I hope there's a lot of other youngsters also looking up to them. 
Louis, one thing I, I quite like about uh, Team MT in Quebec is, is not only are you guys fantastic on bicycles, but there's a pretty cool story behind the team as well with the, with the uh, Quebecer program. Can, can you fill our listeners in just with a little bit of background and, and, and the social responsibility side of, of the team and, and, and what gets done back here in South Africa and some of the great work that that organization is doing? Okay, well, Quebec has a charity that um, gives bicycles to, to children in rural areas with transport problems and stuff like that. And, you know, the bicycle team, the racing team, we just get the name out there and you know, we go from Quebec all over the world and try to get people to follow to follow the team and to, to support the charity. So, What's the response been like in Europe to, to that program? I mean, I've been to, to a couple of the bike handovers here. Uh, if I recall correctly, it was in, in Fosluris. It's just amazing to see uh, it, it happening on the ground. But what's the response been like in Europe to that program? Um, I think the response has been amazing. Um, we really have a crowd over there in, in Europe, and there's a lot of followers, and the team in in Europe is actually known as Quebec, known as Quebeca. They don't call it Team NTN, they call it Quebeca. So yeah, it's really there's really a big fan crowd around it and yeah, the support is amazing and the people are always interested asking asking us what it means and what it is like to go to one of those handovers. So yeah, I really think it's a an effective tool to get the, the charity out there. Absolutely, and, and I want to urge our listeners as well, if anybody's interested in uh, the Quebec program, just go online, Google them, go and watch a couple of the YouTube videos. It's amazing to see, and if you'd like to go to one of those bike handovers, I know for a fact that uh, Quebec are more than welcome uh, to take people along, and if you want to go and see how it actually works and get involved, you're more than welcome to do that too. Louis, looking ahead to 2015, goals for, for you and the team. First of all, let's start with you personally. What are you hoping to achieve in the new season? Um, just to improve, to take another step up. So, yeah, if I can feel I'm a better bike rider at the end of 2015, I'll be happy. And um, for the team, I think to get into Tour de France, that will be the main goal. Well, what are the odds? I mean, what are the chances? We, we're sitting back here in South Africa. We love cycling. We love watching the Tour de France. It would be amazing to see another South African uh, team racing. It's been a, a long, long time since uh, Timbala World were there. Uh, sort of percentage-wise, I know it's difficult uh, to answer, but I mean, what are the chances of, of Quebec being at uh, Tour de France in 2015? <laughs> well, I would say 80 to 90%. Oh, I love <laughs> uh, it. Yeah, I am optimistic. <laughs> no, that's brilliant, Louis. I, I, I'm, I'm holding thumbs and keeping everything crossed, and, and I'm sure our listeners are too. It's going to be amazing to see uh, that kit and that jersey being represented on uh, the French countryside. I can't wait. Louis Mankies, as always, wonderful to catch up. Thank you so much for your time this afternoon. All the best. Uh, enjoy the off-season. Not that you guys get to rest much. There's lots of base training happening, I'm sure, and we look forward to chatting again soon. Yeah, thank you very much.